Steven, I think they're ready for us. You ready? Yep. So what's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of We Got Next, aka WGN. Whether they want us to say it or not, we will continue to say it. Um, thank you always for listening to us, tuning in for the different um, content we end up putting out each and every week. Before we get into everything else, I do want to thank and give a shout out, one, to the D-Gods community, which is an NFT on the Solana blockchain. You guys listening, you know who you are, so I really appreciate it. The other one is thank you to everyone that has started following me as of recent. I finally hit 10,000 followers, so I was hype about that. So I appreciate that. So now the big thing is um, getting We Got Nexus channel up there and then making Stevens. I was getting to you. Yeah, and thanks, then, dude. And then making Steven's profile picture a D-God soon. Because remember what happened when he had the alien and he got uh, followers. No. All right, so... so- when that happened, I only, when that happened, I only got like thirty followers. Like you yeah. made it seem like you made it seem like, and a lot of those people have stopped following me. I know that's so, what they do. I, so like, it didn't really like it didn't really go well. I mean, yo, okay, so you follow me, and you followed me for a long time now on Twitter, and I, I feel like I get some respect from certain people that I follow or yeah. certain people that follow me. Um, I put out great content, by the way. Yeah. I'm like I'm like a lesser version of like Stephen A, Skip Bayless. I'm like a I'm like a people say like there's like a, a poor man's version. I'm like the homeless version of of those guys. <laughs> like I I got to put out like stupid tweets. Like and I and I be, I genuinely believe the things that I'm saying. I'm like uh, those guys. But like I feel like I put out good content. So like I'm a good follow. So here's the thing with Stephen because his content is really good, but it reminds me of rappers that'll say the exact same thing as drake and they won't get anything for it but if drake says the same exact verses drake gets a billion streams and everything like that so that's legit how steven is he's saying the same thing that everyone else is saying but because he doesn't have the followers well he has rex chapman which is the big one because i don't have that and he went viral with the tweet which i I did so i did yeah that that tweet like okay so let me let me read the stats on that one real quick because that didn't do as much to my career as you might (laughs) as 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 you might think it should i'll tell you that right now so i put out a tweet this was from the draft in 2019 so almost almost three years ago coming up on three years right um i had um this is a, this is perfect. This gives you the whole breakdown of the tweet activity and everything, right? For over four million impressions, uh, whatever. Like that's I guess that's people who viewed it, liked it, retweeted it, whatever. I had thirty seven thousand likes, seven seventy five hundred retweets, and three hundred and six likes. Um, like oh, over nice. three hundred ten thousand engagements. Yada yada yada. Three hundred. I had three thousand two hundred ten page profile visits right guess how many new followers i got just just just, just, just guess just take a number 20 zero <laughs> zero <laughs> bro i i can't even like i can't make this shit up dude i cannot make this shit up i you can't see it probably but like look at that i can't fucking see it obviously but i had over 4 million impressions thirty-seven thousand retweet or likes um 37,000 likes, 7,500 retweets, 
306 comments and the comments were just like people tagging their other you know their other followers in this video and i got no new followers rex rex chapman followed me before that so that video didn't didn't even like that video didn't even you know cause him to follow me he followed me before that i got zero followers from that video that had over 2 million views and 4 million total impressions on people how is that possible like that that like people say like oh this this and this is mathematically impossible that's mathematically that's impossible not, yeah that like that breaks all like math nobody theories. said let me click follow no no one bro like i was like i was so hurt by that i was so hurt that no one followed me. I got no followers from that. I, I, I had to turn off notifications because it just kept yeah, going I and bet. going. Yeah. But none of those damn notifications were, hey, new follower. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how, like, I don't know how that's possible. That I, it's not like I'm getting all worked up about this. I had no new, I just don't know how that's, how that's humanly possible. That breaks all theories of like, just life. Like all the ideas of math that we've been told in life. That breaks every single theory. Not one person. Like that should be in a math book. If Steven puts out a video and gets like 4 million followers, yada, 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 yada. How many followers did he gain? 120, 50, 30, zero. No one would guess zero. I'd guess a hundred. I would guess like, you know, maybe like a hundred before I would guess zero. If, if you didn't know, if you didn't know me and you just saw the number. Yeah. For that amount, you would think something. Bro, I don't know. I don't know what else I got. What else I got to do? So something humanly possible is your quick slants. What's up with that? I don't. Even, I don't even know anymore. I, I don't even know. Uh, um. So we. I was off last week. Off the last two weeks. Um. Went to the beach last week to finish up my daughter's birthday weekend. Um. So we'll be back this week. Um. Not a whole lot of Penn State football stuff to talk about. Um. So it'll be. Kind of start getting ready for the combine. I'm probably gonna um, dive into some of the guys that are going from Penn State, but um, the NBA will be back in full swing. Um, we'll talk about the dunk contest or lack of dunk contest, which we'll talk about later on tonight. Um, yeah, it'll just be a you know a general sports. I might dive into some other other topics, more like serious topics within within the world of sports, but. Um, yeah, just we'll, we'll get back get back on track this week, and then you know the March Madness is starting to creep up, and then um, the combine, the draft, all that kind of good stuff is. I mean, before you know it, it's going to be like it's going to be the NBA Finals in the summertime. Yeah. So it's 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 crazy, but uh, yeah, we'll get back uh, get back on track tomorrow night. So we'll dive into a lot of things Stephen brought up um, as we get closer to the sports section. I do want to, you know, we always have certain videos that we got to bring out. So I this do. one, I keep looking at it and I'm just like, how is this not humanly possible? I don't even know how animals end up sitting this way. Have you seen this? No. So I used to have a dog and I was like, they would sit like this, like a guy. But my man's is legit chewing, eating his food. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that, that cat is stoned. There's no other explanation. Look how big that cat is. That cat is stoned out of its mind. I've never seen an animal do that before. 
like he's literally expanding its its claws and grabbing food from a bowl. I've never seen that before. So someone said, if your cat's doing this, they got to pay rent. And so, so that was or the even first like, one. E- even like cats in like the wild, like lions and tigers don't eat their prey like that. <laughs> I, I hate cats, by the way. I don't like, like big, cats. Big, big cats, I love like lions. I wish I could have a lion or tiger as a pet. That'd be kind of dope. Cheetahs, leopards, all those kind of cool things. Those are dope. House cats. I can do without those things. No, I'm so sorry. That, to, I'm sorry for all of our listeners who are our cat cat people. I'm sure the people who like cats are the one who stitched on us about our name too. So <laughs> that's another thing. Steven went on his tangent about the tweet. And so back a couple months ago, we won't say everything because clearly they'll probably end up listening to this, but someone reached out to us saying, you guys got to change your name because they're going to send like some search and desist and get you guys kicked out. Months went by. We didn't think nothing of it. And then all of a sudden I was like, where the hell you come from? Just out of like the blue to end up being like, hey, you guys need to change your name. So me being like, all right, let me go look up their copyright rules. I just put a dot between our stuff and then put the, you can't have every single word around WGN. Okay, fine. You guys got WGN. That's annoying because that's like somebody having something similar to like, NBA or some other shit. But anyways, did you see this one? I, I, I saw this today. Yes. So like, there's a good, there's a good. This is clearly a red light. First of all, shout out to this guy for surviving this. Yeah. So he's the main person I focused in on because he threw me off when I saw him walking across the street again at then. But for starters, this is a red light. You see this car right here because that's the main car you'll end up paying attention to. And shout out to this car for recording it all because you know if like Geico and stuff started coming in. Yeah. Okay, time out. So we all go down the YouTube wormhole on on weekends and just random nights, right? I'll probably do that tonight. I... I somehow, and if you look at your, like, if, it, if it's one of those nights and you go down the, the wormhole for a long time and you look at your history and like how you got from point A to point Z, there's, there's just a whole lot in between that. You just don't remember your, that you watched. Somehow I end up on um, like bad drivers in America. I cannot believe how many people have these dash cams. Bro, I, I watched I watched probably three videos totaling like an hour, I would say, of just like it was like part one, part two, part three. I watched a ton of these videos and now they'll pop up on my on my my main feed. So I watch yeah. them all the time now. Bro, I cannot believe how many people have these dash cams. I know everybody has one but me. Yeah. I don't understand. <laughs> like I shit exactly. you not. Everybody has one but me. I don't understand it. Like everybody has one. Yeah. And it was from like, and there's you know, there's hundreds of like of of videos that like that are in these you know in these clips all across the country all across the world everyone has them yes. but me i don't get it i didn't realize it either like and then i feel i feel like if i you need it for. I, feel, I feel like if i put one in my car i'm gonna see some shit it's not until you have that shit in your car yes. then you start to see some stuff but i don't want to put it in my car because i don't want that shit to happen to me i know all the shit that you can see so i'm gonna play this because first off, it's a red light. So that's the first part I keep trying to think through 
this guy clearly, you know, doing what he's supposed to do because it's a red light. So he yep. should be able to walk across the street. And you see this car. And even though it's paused, you can tell the car is not stopped. I stopped it. But then you have like random cars that come out of nowhere in this whole thing. Bang, he's flying too. That one, he's still strolling across the street. Yeah, he does. He's and the he airbags are not out paying attention. right here. Whoa. And then first off, then you got this car. This car is just done. I don't know how this car, this 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 main car, did and not get hit. This is the most <laughs> random shit, <laughs> bro. First of all, all right. So go back to like go back to when both when both cars are in are in the frame. Go back to go back a little bit further, a little more, a little more. Okay. So stop right here. Okay. So from the time this happens until the time the other car pulls up, right? So. Okay, so roll it. So keep going. This car does not get touched. No. So this, all right, so it's five seconds, six, seven, eight. Keep going. Nine. All right, so that's like a five-second window where this car rolled and landed on this other car, but this car doesn't, like, doesn't stop immediately. No. Like, bro, if my car if my car gets close enough to another car, it the brakes automatically just slam on. How do your brakes not just slam on when a car lands on you? And how do you not just like <laughs> like I mean, I guess like you're just in such shock where you just can't like you just can't slam on the brakes like that quickly. But man, like if, if I see a car and you're and you probably just not pay attention either. Like you're like you're gonna see a car flying at you, right? Yes. You would think. Yeah. And so and then if a car lands on my windshield and I can't see shit. <laughs> But like the undercarriage of this car, I'm gonna stop. I, I mean, I would, I, I would imagine that like I would stop. But again, oh, this person, I, I'd love to see if that person has a dash cam. I'd love to as well. And then the, to end it all, my man just walks across the street. <laughs> Bro, how pissed would you be though? Oh, he's coming back. Oh, <laughs> Bro, how pissed would you be if you're just driving along and a car just lands on you? What do you? That's messing up your day. Oh yeah, yeah. You're like, done, dude. Who are you gonna tell? You can't tell your child, hey, you know, I can't come in today because a car just landed on me. <laughs> like this what? is like, like Frank, you're not gonna believe what just happened to me. No, I. <laughs> <laughs> you're not gonna believe this. I can't do it. Yeah, I saw an accident that happened. I wasn't even around the accident. The car closest didn't even get touched. It car recorded it all. I can land it on my windshield. Yeah. <laughs> so. I want to go into the crypto side and I'll keep this uh, as quick as possible. Then it towards the end, I'm going to bring Steven back in um, for an NFT talk that I want to end up having, but I'm going to merge the two together. And if Steven, I'm going to actually, you know what, Steven, I'm going to bring you in now because the yep. important part is stocks in the crypto side and why everything's going down is because of the man Vladimir Putin is doing yeah. the things he's doing over there with Ukraine. What are, you don't have to give me your thoughts on if there's a war or not, but what are your thoughts when it comes to anything Vladimir Putin? From the time we were little kids, we've known about this man since we were little kids as like, don't fuck with him. Like, just just leave him alone. So what are your thoughts when you first heard about this? Because clearly everybody's heard something about what Russia's doing. So um, we've talked about it before where I don't, I don't do politics. Uh I don't do world affairs. I I hate to say, but I could give two shits less about what's going on outside of my windows. Like, you know, unless it pertains to me or uh-huh. you know, the homies or my family. Um, but um, it seems like this is trending in the wrong direction. 
and has been for a while now. Um, so I like, I think we should just stay as far away from this as humanly possible and let Ukraine and Russia duke it out. Um, I feel like we should have no skin in the game, but I, uh, I do believe there's, um, consequences for the U S um, should we go one way or another with, with Russia um, a lot to do with like ammunition um, trades. I think yeah. that could be uh, production could also be a consequence. I, I hear this stuff when I'm listening to like the, the guys I work with more like our team yeah. meetings and like there's certain people you work with where like, you know, if, if a sports topic comes on, whatever, like I'm chiming in that conversation, yeah. but if it's like a, if it's a, a political thing, we have those, you know, we all work with those people who chime in um, from left field out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, you don't know. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I, I hear it in passing again. I don't have like a, a strong enough, um, you know, um, focus on the political world to give you like a, you know, a strong answer. But I just I think we should just stay as far away from this as possible, especially if the people over there are like are, are like the people in the video you you shot me about this guy blowing up a car with a dog bow and arrow. Yeah. So uh, was it was it was it, I think it was the same video. I think it was the caption too was like, you know, we should get the Russian Hicks and the American Hicks to form yeah. an alliance, and they yeah. would never they would never be beaten, bro. And I no. like if you're if you're from certain parts of of this country and you know like what. I hate saying that word hick because I like I know a lot of people who live like that hick lifestyle from like back when yeah. I was when I was growing up in central PA, which is all farmland. But like those people are like rugged, they're outdoorsy, they can do a whole lot of shit that you like don't even know is 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 possible. Uh-huh. Um, with like hunting and creating weapons and doing things of that nature. So we if we form those form those alliances of like the russian hicks and the u.s hicks shit man we got that's a that's an that's yeah. an unstoppable that's an unstoppable force yeah so i brought that up what, because... what are you what are, what are your thoughts though what do you what do you i mean you're 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 more into that sphere than than i am for you know for whatever for whatever reasons you know i, I don't know if you just yeah. grew up on it but what are your what are your thoughts on all that so a big reason for this so one of my good friends growing up um shout out marcus we always had like history shout classes out. together so I would always be focused on different things when it came to like the world and politics, but also um, stuff like this, it involves the economy. And they start to say that a lot of wars uh, that happen nowadays are wars over economies and not being in certain clubs. And a big thing is uh, NATO is a huge thing, like the North Atlantic Trade Organization and things of that nature. And they're Shout not the Cardi B. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> And a big thing with all of this is they're going to start putting sanctions and restrictions on Putin because of all that he's doing. And at first, it was one of those things of like just testing the waters. And a lot of people say that Putin is still frustrated because Russia did used to have Ukraine and then they end up having to move back. So Ukraine isn't a part of Russia anymore, but he still feels as though he wants to end up bringing back and taking over control of that part, which is Eastern Europe. A lot of people know, and you probably realize that Eastern Europe and Western Europe, totally different. Like when you hear a lot of people from Eastern European countries, not trying to be racist or anything like that, but a lot of people probably think, oh, are you from Russia? That's the first thing, whether you're from like Slovakia, Czech Republic, Ukraine, 
Um, one, a person I used to work with actually moved to Kiev. So I always think about him moving to capital Ukraine for everyone out there that doesn't know. It's been a big talking point because they have a lot of security things and they're big on like cybersecurity and stuff. But my thoughts are, I don't think it'll go into a war like people think, but I feel as though it'll go into an economic war and you will see differences in like the stock market um, over here, but also over there. And another big thing is they always say every year or every two to three years, the stock market is going to drop for different reasons. Uh, whether it's a theory, conspiracy theory thing that they do this stuff on purpose so that it can bring the stock market back or not. Um, who knows? Some people say that about COVID. People are saying that about what Putin's doing right now. They said that about, remember when Trump and Kim Jong-un were having their things and when Trump was going to send things over to Rocket Man and stuff of that nature. All of this, how it just messed with the stock market. And if you remember when Trump was saying all that and what he was going to do to Iraq and stuff of that nature, it pushed up Northrop Grumman and Lockheed Martin and Raytheon. And then a lot of the other stocks like Amazon and your big tech stocks started dropping. So you can always pay attention to those different things when it comes to the stock market and stuff. And everything works hand in hand because when we have fear and stuff, you then start hitting up your life insurance people. You start hitting up your financial advisors like, yo, what do we do in times like this? So then they start to get more um, commission. They start to get more people. And then also inflation was so high. So we're reducing inflation with all of this. So now it's going to have people think, all right, this is another way to like people forget about inflation and we can start increasing interest rates and things of that nature. So it becomes a big thing of where you're going to put your money. But also, I don't believe right now, if we had a world war, because people are calling this World War Three, if we had a world war like we had World War One and World War Two, the humans that are living right now would not know what to do. I promise you, you have to ask your 70, 80, 90 year old grandparents what they did because they had a tough one. They legit had to go say bye to mom and dad who had to, sorry, bye to dad who had to go over into war and they have to deal with all this. But what I also realized that people say this all the time, America doesn't know how to mind their own damn business. Like America wants to be in every single war. It reminds me of the eavesdropper, everybody has at that job. Whereas the conversation that does not even involve them, that they're like, wait, what was that conversation about? It had nothing to do with you. Like, just chill out, let the homies in Europe, like France, England, uh, Spain, if they want to, Italy, let them figure this out. And then if you want to hit up your uh, people in like South Korea, then let us get involved. But there's no need for us to go over there for this. So that's like my two cents on that. Um, a big thing is, because a lot of people always wonder, should you end up having skin in the game when it comes to the stock market or even the cryptocurrency market? My big thing is, because you'll hear from advisors and people that say, invest it all right now. I'm never one that says, invest it all. You should always have um, some in just like stable currency, whether it's dollars, euros, pounds, or anything like that. And then wait for either pullbacks to happen or as it increases, you can continue putting some in. But I don't think you should ever go all in blindly on something unless you do in your ETFs. ETFs are a good one. Um, pay attention to which text you're in. Apple, Microsoft, again, this is not financial advice. This is just me continuing to pay attention to the stock market and looking Christian at this. is not a months. licensed financial professional. Yeah. Living. <laughs> everything, everything he says about the stocks and money should be taken with a grain of salt. Yes. 
So with that being said, look at your main ones. So if you want to be in Bitcoin, Bitcoin is not going to fall as much as other cryptocurrencies that are out there. Another thing that people need to end up thinking about, and I'll get into this in a second, is look into certain NFTs. If you have enough money like Jimmy Fallon and Paris Hilton, put it in board a yacht club. Just keep it there for a long ass time and you should be fine over time because of the fact it's tied to Ethereum and it's in Ethereum. So it's not like technically you're using, losing US dollars. You're just losing, people are losing their Ethereum value. But if you hold it in board a yacht club for a long time and the Ethereum price continues to go back up, you'll be fine, or just raise the price of your Ethereum if you decide to sell so that it compensates for you to break even if you want to bring it back into US dollar terms. But just continue to watch them on the stock market side, look at your Amazon, your Microsoft. Tesla has been falling a lot, but Tesla is very volatile, just similar to Bitcoin. So pay attention if you do that. Um, you can do anything in the S&P 500, the top S&P 500. So you can either do that, you can even look at the BOO, you can look at SMH, but pay attention because of the chip shortages when it comes to them as well. But also look into certain healthcare sectors if you would want to, and then just pay attention to different ones that do well as markets pull back. So if interest rates are going up and people can't afford certain things, Target's a good one, Costco's a good one, Home Depot's a good one, Dollar Store's always a good one to look at because they're going to be the places that have customers during this different times. But so that's the big thing I wanted to talk about over there. Just news and notes, getting into really quickly. Mexico, one of um, Mexico senators preparing to propose a crypto law because he believes that Bitcoin should be a legal tender. Uh, Snoop Dogg is releasing an NFT music label. So Snoop Dogg has been big in the metaverse already, and this is just something to continue. A lot of times people are trying to focus on ways for the artists to end up making all their money. If you all know who Kanye West is, he actually put out Donda 2. Um, on his own type of platform, whereas he was able to get 100% of the proceeds and he didn't have to give any to labels and different things like that. So he was able to make it back. And they made a comparison to a person having to sell albums at $10 and damn near like 2 million listens and stuff like that. So it's just interesting what happens when you get the full amount. And that's why a lot of artists are trying to go independent. JP Morgan is entering the metaverse. And this is big because Jamie Dimon at one point was always saying that cryptocurrency is a scam, cryptocurrency is going to go down, and for you to end up seeing Jamie Dimon being this focused on the metaverse and JP Morgan getting into the metaverse and becoming potentially the first bank in the metaverse is an important thing. Another one to end up listening to is Sling TV. For everyone out there that uses Sling TV, they are now going to start accepting Bitcoin as payment. So those are the main stories when it comes to cryptocurrency. Now I can show you the stuff I actually wanted to show you instead of giving you the news um, that I always have to make sure to give to you all. But I want to go to Magic Eden because I've been a big person that's been talking about the Solana blockchain. And I would be against myself if I did not talk about D-Gods. And D-Gods are a big NFT that's out there. I got in when... This number right here was saying 26 Solana. So you look at it saying 38 Solana, which is a huge thing. Another thing that I like, so big thing is shout out to Frank. Uh, he's one of the creators, uh, D-Guides. He's had a whole plan and the whole team has done really well. Um, these are just some of the ones that are on the floor. There was one that actually sold today, crazy enough, for almost like 
$50,000 or so. Some of them were like ridiculous. I'm trying to figure out, see if I can find it. Cause one sold for like a bunch of soul. I saw an 83 one there. I don't want to take up too much time trying to look for it. So I'll show you the 83 one. But a lot of this is because of the rarities that come with some of the di different Solana. So this one sold for 83. So if you can do the math really quick, that's damn near like $83,000. So a big thing is he bought this for 83 Solana. They have something called a bitch tax, which is you're not able to sell this NFT for less than what you bought it for. So if he bought it for 83 Solana, he has to make sure to sell it for more than 83 Solana worth, or they will tax him. 33.3%, which then you're not making any money at all. Nice. So it's a smart thing that he ended up doing because it forces people to hold. And another one that I wanted to end up talking to you guys about, and I've mentioned it numerous times before, but Yaku. So this is on the Solana blockchain. I have two of the motorcycles. What happens is you will start with the motorcycles. If you hold on to the motorcycles, you are then whitelisted for the capsules that'll come out. So think of it like apartments in the Sims. If you got a car, then you're able to hold it to get the house for a cheaper cost. If you have the house and the car, you can then get the avatar. So I have two of the motorcycles and I got one at 2.6 Solana. I got the other one at 4.5 Solana. So with this sitting at 6.10 Solana, I'm doing fairly well. And it's just one of those things that you have to hold on to. Another one that I want you guys to look out for, I'm not as happy with them, but I do want to mention it because I do have it, is Monkey Labs. And what Monkey Labs does is they're a launch pad that allows NFTs to launch on top of them. And then they get 50% of the revenue back to all the holders. So I got into um, Monkey Labs when it was sitting at 20 Solana. So you see it sitting at 24 Solana, it's basically at $90 per Solana. So that's over about $270 I made off of one. But funny enough, mine's probably sitting right, it was sitting right here. Oh yeah. So this is the one I actually have. I'm listing it to see if it'll end up selling. It should because there's other ones just like mine that are behind it. So more than likely tonight, I'll probably drop it a little bit lower so I can get another D-God. So if anyone out there is listening to this and you see someone that ends up start picking up random D-Gods, it's probably me that did it. But a big thing with D-God going back to it is one of the Solana founders, um, he actually posted as his profile picture on Twitter, a D God. So it was a big thing and the price started going up. This price was sitting at, I would say close to 29, 30 Solana. And it jumped up to 35 to 36 Solana just off of the news that the Solana founder uh, posted as his profile picture. So those are the big things when it comes to the Solana blockchain and then the NFTs that I just wanted to bring up to you all. The stuff that Steven and I have been talking about over the weekend and then also sending each other stuff on, I'll start with in sports is All-Star Weekend. So for everyone that knows about All-Star Weekend, the NBA All-Star Weekend, I would say personally, out of like the four major sports, is the number one one to watch. Is the main thing you'll watch. NFL, they have so many things that they're trying to change with it. MLB, you only really watch the home run derby, and that's if like big name people are in it. Hockey, it gets so consumed with all the other sports that are out there that you do forget about it. They do have like the trick shot that can be cool. You also can injure yourself more, even playing just hockey in the all-star game. Because the moment someone smacks in you, you're still going to fight. Like you guys will try not to, but it's one of those things. And then soccer, I just don't pay attention to that enough to know they're all-star. But so I want to start with, uh, we won't talk about the rookie sophomore game, but I want to start with like the skills challenge. So give us an overview like of the skills challenge, and then I want your thoughts on it. Dude, they change it every year. 
they really do. Like, I mean, first they first they call it. It used to be called. I know you say you're not going to talk about the rookie sophomore, but it used to be called the rookie sophomore challenge or game, yeah. whatever. Now it's now, then they went to USA versus the world, rookie versus sophomore, USA versus the world mm-hmm. type of thing. Scratch that for some reason. Now they're going back to the rookie sophomore type of deal, but it's called the Rising Stars Challenge. Okay, yeah. I get it, but just just keep it simple. Just go back to the rookie rookie sophomore game. We all love that. Yeah. Um, and then the skills challenge is it used to be, it used to be um, like four different teams, and yes. it'd be like if they did like the Hawks, it'd have a a WNBA NBA. player, it'd have a, a former player and then they have a current player and they do an obstacle course like you know dribble you know through this and that you know pass layup you know all this kind of good stuff and they and they end it with a um half court chat um they still do a a version of that but it's it's like it's just it's so like convoluted with like you got to get this many points and like you get this many points for doing this one you if you win this one you get 100 points so yeah. like a team can win one event, but like win the whole thing because like that event was worth like three hundred points. And everybody like, yeah, dude, I don't care about the points. And then yeah, like the dunk contest sucked ass. That was the worst dunk contest. You thought I, I believe. Yeah, I, I've been watching. I think you and I both can say this. We've been watching the All Star Game weekend for as long as I can possibly remember. Yeah, like I used to have dunk contests in my basement with the boys. Like, yep. like the Fisher Price suit, we used to do it outside at night. You know, we used to, you know, try and set up the TV outside. It wouldn't work because TVs back then wouldn't do that. But, like, yeah. you know, we'd have dunk contests <laughs> on, like, the Nerf hoops. Like, you know, it was like a whole thing. You'd have the boys over, pizza and everything, the whole the whole nine yards, right? So now it's, like, I love watching the dunk contests because, like, it's, it's dunk contests. And, like, I like watching yeah. NBA players do crazy dunks. But there's, like, everyone's done – the craziest dunks and like not like you can't do anything that's that's like gonna blow people away unless you do like a off the backboard between the legs from the foul line yeah which 2016 if everybody remembers for those nba fans out there zach levine aaron Gordon dunk contest which like i'm not gonna say it ruined you know the dunk contest from then on but it really ruined the dunk contest from then on if anything you go back to like vince carter ruining the dunk contest back in like 2000 which was like probably the best four dunks that anybody's had and then like there was ones back in the day like oh five with like jr smith and josh smith and like you know but like this year's dunk contest was just bad dude and like yeah it, it looked like these dude these guys were just you know like picking shit out of a hat like all right i'll try this one like it looked like no one practiced any of their dunks and Timberlands, that was your best thing bro like when i saw that and that was the first dunk yes that was the first dunk when i saw those tims come out i was like this is gonna suck yeah. we, we all we all should have known it was gonna be trash from there and he was dancing like if that was my like Greg and Cole Anthony was the one who did the Tums, uh, Tim's Tums. Well, well, I needed Tums. It was that bad. I heard my stomach that bad. I was sick, bro. And his dad came out. Greg Anthony is Cole Anthony's dad, a former uh, UNLV great, <clears throat> former NBA player. Comes out and like Cole Anthony start, started doing some dance. Bro, I would have smacked the shit out of my son. Yeah. With, with those Tims. Yeah. And I'm like, bro, no. Okay. And then everyone took, no one completed the dunk on the first try. And no one got a 50. 
I cannot remember the last time there was a dunk contest without a 50 out of all the dunks that someone did. And Obi Toppin, like everything took so long, he threw it off the glass between the legs. That's not easy to do. And there's no, not, it's not, I know there's, there's not many players in the league who can probably do that. There's not much time to do that or, and do it with ease. Like he did it. Like Jason Richardson did it back in like Oh three, which was like yeah. the first time I had ever seen that. But it's like someone did that two decades ago, you know? Yeah. So it's like, there's nothing you can really do. Like jumping over people, like people are tired of that. Like, it's just like, we're just getting to the point where it's like, well, what are you going to like, what, what are you going to do? You can't do anything else. So the, the dunk contest was trash. The three point contest was the, probably the best event of of that whole of that whole Cat thing. Surprised me a lot. Yeah, Carlton Towns um, lit shit up uh, in, yeah. in the last round, and um, it came down to him and who was the last one? Was it Kennard? Yes. Yeah, Luke <laughs> Kennard. Um, and everyone, you know, like it was, it was. Yeah, they they screwed that up too. Like yeah. they have, it used to be just five racks. You go corner, elbow, top, the they, elbow, yeah. corner. Now they throw in a complete money rack, which is all like the, the worth two points, I think. And now they have two three point shots, which are from like 25 feet or like 28 feet or whatever it is now. Come on. Yeah. Like we don't need all that. We don't need all that. And then the all star game itself was Sunday night. I watched uh, the first half of that. Um, so the real question is, which commentators that you watch um was there was there other than was there other than tnt out there oh so you had reggie miller uh Dwayne wade and kevin harlan yeah that's who who i watched then on tbs you had the crazies you had ernie johnson charles barkley kenny smith and Shaq. oh i missed that one (laughs) damn Damn, bro! I wish they would have. I wish they would have had those guys doing the dunk contest. I mean, Reggie and Reggie and D Wade were trashing it too. But you know, Chuck and Chuck and Shaq would have never let. They are so honest. Yeah, yeah, they legit say some shit. There was a a meme. I don't if you remember um, when when Vince Carter did one of his. I think his first dunk. Shaq had like the big ass uh, camera filming it, and he was all hype. And then, you know, there was. The, the best parts about the dunk contest sometimes other than the dunks themselves are the other NBA players reactions to it. Yes. KG used and, to have good reactions. Yeah. And um, they showed a, a meme of like, you know, how the dunk contest started and it was Shaq, like you're freaking out. And then the, other, the next picture was him sitting there on, on Saturday night, just like, I know oh, this sucks. <laughs> and then Kareem, Kareem said, I'm too old for this shit. Like yeah, I'm is, gone. he's out, bro. And then like, there's always like, there's always, I don't know, like 20 NBA players on the sideline in the corner, like, you know, standing up yeah. and every, with every passing dunk, there was just like less and less players. Yeah. And you had like, you had like the no name players that were like coming up from the G league, like just like, that's what I was going to say. Popping up all-star weekend. Yeah. Yes. So, I mean, like the all-star weekend is good, but it's like, you know, they try and change it every year because they think they have to. You know, you don't have to like, especially with, but I mean, I don't know what you can do about the dunk contest. Like you can't, it's not the play. It's not the players fault that, well, this one was all on the players. This one was just all, all on the players. Like, I don't know what you can do every year to make it better. Like, so do you remember when uh, it was uh, years ago when they had the wheel 
and they spun and you had to replicate someone's done yeah. in the past. Yeah. I feel that's one of the few things because it'd be kind of cool to see if you can replicate because they have enough dunks now. Try and replicate Zach Levine's, try and replicate yeah. like Jason Richardson's and stuff like that. More so for this group that they yeah. had. Now, if you had like Ja and Zach and like Miles Bridges, they would find something to do. But like but this those, group was like you didn't even study for a test and you just went in there. And just over the years, it's gone downhill because a lot of the big name guys don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. And they don't want to get hurt and they don't want to lose. They don't and lose. like, yeah. you know, used to have like all NBA players doing it. Now yeah. you got guys who, don't, who aren't even making 13 all NBA or not even like yeah. all stars. I don't think any of the guys doing the dunk kind of all stars. Like you have that. You used to have that with with back in the day or you'd have like, you know, the young guys who come in. But now it's like none of these old heads want to do it or none of these guys who've been in the league for a handful of years because they don't want to get hurt. They want to, you know, if they're playing the all-star game, they don't want to like, they're just trying to enjoy their all-star break and, and get get a little lit and show yeah. up to these events and shit. But like, I don't, I don't know what you can do. I mean, I say you bring in just like random Joe Schmoes from the, from the audience who like are dunking at, at the parks and shit. And That's what Stephen bring, A was saying. And bring those guys in like, and just you know, let them let them handle it and yeah. see what we can get or do like i don't know like doing shit for a charity and like raising money is like that's not going to do anything either like no, i mean it's not an incentive for them so i don't know like i love the dunk contest you know been watching for a long time as you have but i don't know what you can do for it did you did you watch the whole weekend so first of all steph curry had 16 threes by the way steph curry that's off he that's shattered crazy. Paul George's record so fast. That's and he made stupid. it so easy. And the craziest part is when he shot, it was just a thing of beauty when he was in rhythm. Like those when he just would look at the crowd and the balls in there, I'm like, damn, you are that good. Everyone yeah. can like feel when they're good, but they still got to look at it and they know they're going to make it. Bro, but this I man don't, shot it, turned around. I don't know if I'm that good at anything in life where like I can just do it and like the moment I do it, I can like walk away like, yeah, that felt good. <laughs> You're good. Yes. Like I can't like, like I can't think of anything right now that like if I did it right now, like I I just know instantly like, man, that felt good. Nothing. And thing is, he was never wrong when he did that. No. That's the wild part. So I keep he was wrong, but he yeah, was not yeah. wrong. Yeah. But my thoughts of the overall weekend. So I did not watch. I rewatched everything that happened Saturday. Shout out to YouTube for cutting out all the BS. Like I got mm -hmm. straight to everything. I thought yeah. that it made me see, I didn't know how good Darius Garland and like Evan Mobley and all of them were. Uh, it's really cool to see Jared Allen. Cause I remember when Jared Allen was a big thing on the Brooklyn Nets and they traded him and then he got traded again. Cause he was part of that whole Karis LeBert and stuff like that did shit you, that happened. Did you see that he, uh, he said he, he had to get an iPhone because um, the guys on the team will let him, wouldn't let him in the group chat because it was all green. So they made him get an iPhone so it could be blue and they could have a, an iChat <laughs> and everything. <laughs> they play this man so much. And they Yo. said Jared Allen's like the only person that makes $20 million plus and acts way acts. If you saw his outfit afterwards, man just got in a regular hoodie Bro, and just my man pants. Was, man, my, look, my guy looked comfy as shit too. He did. Dude, that's, that's the other thing. Like these guys are wearing all these outrageous outfits there's no yes. goddamn way that any of that is comfortable no if you're wearing if you're wearing For jeans sure. that, if you're wearing jeans that are cutting off the circulation to the rest of your legs yeah. or if you're wearing a shirt that weighs 20 pounds 
or if you're wearing what James Harden was wearing the other night in his first game, his first game on the bench in Philly, wearing like a, a Jesus robe looking thing. Yes. Like, there's no way that's comfortable. And you're spending like, guarantee you, Jared, Jared Allen went to, um, went to like Marshall's. Yep. <laughs> picked up like a, picked up a thing that's like probably originally like $24.99, but at Marshall's it's like, exactly. you know, $9.99. Yep. Like, bro, I mean, I do that. Like, but it's all like, it's all good stuff. But like, I mean, I'm just trying to be comfortable with shit. Yeah. So my big things with Saturday, and I was going to bring this up. There's not enough stars anymore in mm-hmm. any of it. Even Giannis was in it, but he had his brothers. And those were the jokes. Like I love hearing, just hearing Chuck and them talk because they're like, as long as Giannis is in the league, his brother's always going to have a job. Yeah. Yeah. I heard that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I heard that. That's the yeah. best employer there is. This man going to yeah, make no, sure y'all not- get jobs all the time. Yeah, he's and, not the Nasus. Yeah, I know. The, the, the homie. The homie. Yep. And they all got rings. Yeah, so. they all got rings, bro. <laughs> they all got fucking rings. Good for them. But three-point shootout was good. I Cat was in rhythm. I don't like this whole money ball rack because I feel it changes the game of everything. Because if you get hot at the right time, you're going to be able to just make those and you're straight. Whereas before, you had that as the last ball at each rack. It was a game changer. Well, he wasn't even jumping to... either. That was the thing with no. him. He was his his legs were like, like barely, barely. I mean, he's also seven feet tall, so he's basically like shooting yeah. in, like down into the basket. Yep, because they showed Luke Kennard. Because when Luke shoots, he jumps like over the line, then oh, he has to reset and then come back. Yeah, yeah. So they were saying that's a big difference. Dunk contest don't really need to talk about it. Uh, the big things that I wanted to talk about: um, All Star, the All Star game itself. One, we're not talking about the one that's saying the National Anthem Star Spangled Banner. We're not going there. Mm-hmm. Two, Zach Levine and John Morant helped the dunk contest still be good. Duante uh, Murray did too with his dunk off the backboard. But like Zach Levine in space and then also John Morant just doing a 360, catching the ball and yeah. just doing it. Those things are good. It's funny because they always call out. So I was listening to, oh, Draymond was a part of the crew of them talking. And Draymond mm-hmm. was like, Jimmy, you notice you never really play in the All-Star game. What's that about? And you could tell, like, Jimmy's smiling, like, shit, why y'all got a snitch on me? Like, I'd be just trying yeah. to chill <laughs> out here. But so That's it's, what I'm saying. Uh, like, the, the All- like, those guys just, like, some of those, like, older older players just, like, get a couple get a couple runs up and down, and, like, they're like, all yeah. right, cool, deuces, I'm done for the night. Yeah. And CP, he's another one, because shout-out to him. This man legit did it for the fans. Messed, his hands messed up in everything, and he's, he's still out weeks. there. Yes. And he went out there, just tried to at least they said he wanted to get an assist, but it didn't happen. But he got like some run and got out there. So mm-hmm. I do like that seeing that. And then and the last thing that I'll move on. It's so crazy because people like Devin Booker and Luca, I did not realize they had as many points as they had. So huge props to all the statisticians out there that keep track of the points because it's quiet when you're focused on like Steph and Joel and beats nice. So I'm so happy that I actually have him as one of the many players that are playing for me on my team that I decided. But yeah, Joel's having a really nice year. So him and James can do well. But those topics are cool. I want to bring up Zion Williamson because this is something that a lot of people start to bring up. But also, New Orleans fans are starting to think, damn, if we would have had a job, we would not be in the same situation every single goddamn year. But I know you also heard what JJ Reddick said. So, what are your thoughts? And tell everyone what's been going on. All right. So, long story short, Zion Williamson, number one pick in the draft, two two years ago, right? Yeah, two years ago. 
um, out of Duke, you know, listed, labeled, predicted, projected, whatever to be the next, pretty much the next LeBron James. Um, Cause of, way, of the way he dominated high school ball against where he was playing guys that are the size of my son. So like that doesn't even count. <laughs> and then the way he dominated college and like at Duke, you know, he had RJ Barrett, Cam Reddish, like that team was sick. Um, you know, so he, but the thing about him was when he came in, I mean, the man is, I don't know what his actual height and weight is much like Charles Barkley. Like he's Charles yeah. Barkley is not as big as you think. Um, yeah. He said he's like six, five, something like that. And he two, two, you know, 50 something, whatever, something like that. But Zion's like the same way. Like, like with NBA players, we don't know what their real height and weight is. Like, I mean, they go to the combine and they get, they get measured and weight and everything. Shout out Allen Iverson. Yeah. I mean, I, I think Isaiah Thomas, the current Isaiah Thomas is the only player we know what his height is because it's brought up all the time when he's trying to get in the league. Yeah. Um, but Zion was listed some damn near six, eight, close to 285, 300, depending on what's, what website you looked at, which is like, bro, if you're Dude, not cool. like, if you're not seven, two, like Shaq was seven feet, seven, two in that range, 320 pounds in his, in his prime. But that's yeah. that's okay because he's seven feet two, like Greg Oden. Speaking of guys who have bad bad luck with with injuries, yeah. seven feet two fifty, like that's reasonable. Now then you got guys like LeBron who are listed at you know six eight two sixty five, but you know there's stories he was listed around two eighty. He was playing around two eighty down in Miami, but like LeBron, like he he's a just a, he's a different athlete. Zion, if you're that young and you're that big and like you already have but the way he walks, it looks like he's already hurting, bro. Yeah, you know, it does. like you you can't carry that weight for 12, 15 years. Yeah. Like if you have one injury, which like he's I don't even know what the injury was originally. It was a foot injury, right? He had surgery. Like that, that like that's bro, that is as an NBA player, that's like that's not impossible to come back from, but that is really tough. Yeah. Especially carrying that much weight, doing what he does. And like, he's, you know, he's not playing the perimeter. Like he's inside banging and jumping up and getting rebounds and dunking and doing all that shit, like constantly. So like he's having like the brunt of every single jump from like the knees down. And if we've all, we've all played ball. If I got out there right now, I would shatter both my knees, and <laughs> both of my ankles. There's no question about it. But like back in the day, even when I was, you know, even when I was running fives in high school and college, and I'm sure you're the same way, like, sure, we're young, but that shit hurts. Like, yeah. If you're running, if you're running five for like a couple games, like two or three games, and you're playing for a while up and down, that shit hurts the next day. Like, yeah, but like you're doing it for 82 games a season and you're playing, you know, 35, 38 minutes a game, like Zion is trying to grab, you know, 10 boards a game, bro, that's going to like, you're not, you're not playing more than five seasons. Mm. Like, it's just, it's just not going to happen. So, I mean, he's had, he's had setbacks with his injury and look, there's, there's like two, two sides to this. There's the side that like we, as like the, you know, like the media and like the fans and the people who watch on, on, on social media, like there's what, like what we know, which is nothing. Like we don't, we don't really know shit. Like JJ Redick, uh, I think Matt Barnes has also said some stuff. Kendrick Perkins has said his his two cents. Carry carry the hell on, but like you know, 
and these guys say, like, I've heard from so-and-so, and I get J.J. Reddick's a former Pelican. You know, he's a really respected guy now in, like, the media world. Like, he does the podcast and everything. But, like, what does J.J. Reddick really know about what's going on with Zion? Like, yeah. I can say I, I heard from I heard from a guy who I knew I know down in New Orleans who follows a Pelican's blog site about this and that. And, like, he said Zion is unhappy. Like, does this guy really know? And, like, no. Like, no one really knows what's going on. Other side to this where, like, Zion could really be having all these setbacks. And it's just fucking up his entire career. Which is, is this? Which is what it seems like it's going towards. Like, does he want out of New Orleans? Is he frustrated? Is he, it? Like, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, of course he's frustrated. But like, all this shit just piling up on the fact that like he's not healthy. And if you're the number one pick, like that is like what you are drafted to be. You're drafted to be that guy. Like, in you know, if I'm sure Pelicans fans think this, like, if we had Jaw, we'd we'd be in the position that the that the Grizzlies are in. Would you be though? Like, yeah. would Ja be balling out in New Orleans with that dog shit team? That's the other thing. Yeah. Maybe. The Grizzlies like, had a decent team around him. Yeah. Like, maybe. Like, I don't I don't know. Like, he, he could very well be. But then again, he could not be. Like, yeah. if, if KD went to the Blazers and Greg Oden went to the went to the Supersonics, would KD be, you know, the, the Hall of Famer? Or would Greg yeah. Oden be – or would Durant be sucking and Greg Oden be the Hall of Famer? Like, who the fuck knows? Yeah. Like if 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 the Pistons drafted Carmelo Anthony instead of Darko Milicic, I mean, I I might have you know, I mean, I say I we I, we might have three or four rings in that span instead of one. That. So and you would you have know, an NBA seventy five team player. Yeah, no. Shout out to the Pistons for being the only NBA championship team to not have a player on the all on the seventy five team. On the what was the all 75 team or whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah. Um, so like with the Zion thing, like I don't like I don't know what's going on. I want him to play because yeah. you know, because he he's good. because he's a like, legit good player, and I want to see I've nothing he's nothing against Zion. Like I would want to see the kid be, do well. He's so young. So if I'm like if I'm in his camp, if I'm like his manager or his consultant or whatever, and we've talked about this, I think, before, like. Bro, I, sit him out as long as humanly possible. Joe like, until, until, bro, until he can play, until he can, like, you know, do, like, a five-on-five five game with, like, scrubs and have no pain. And, like, he's good for, like, three days after the fact, which is, like, it's yeah. not, like, like as soon as the game's over with. Yeah, of course it's going to hurt. It's the fact – it's, like, the week or, like, the the, 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 the couple of days leading – like, after, after you play – where yeah. like the pain sets in and like you have these recurring things. So like, bro, I'm not a doctor, but like just let him, let him sit. He's like, he's what, 20, 21? Let him sit as long as he needs to get that shit healed up. Go to as many doctors as you need to get as many opinions as you need to. But like until his body is telling him like, all right, bro, you're good. We can jump back out there. I don't care if he misses four seasons. I don't care if we get like, you know, five good seasons of Zion, five all NBA seasons of Zion. That's better than having none. And him being yeah. completely done for the rest of his career. So, so I got a there question you go. for you. So here's my only question. Where in the real world can you be like, you know what? I'm going to be sick this week. I'm going to be <laughs> sick this week. I'm going to break this foot. I'm going to tear this Ooh. ligament. I'm going to tear my shoulder. And y'all going to pay me every single yeah. time. And you're uh-huh. not going to fire me. Yeah. And uh-huh. you're going to let me go work in yeah. Wyoming and Montana 
so I can make sure I get the best doctor so that my pneumonia gets taken care of. Yeah. <laughs> and then you'll let me come back and yeah. I don't got to tell you what I'm doing out there. Yep. And oh, yep. by the way, y'all just hired a new COO and CFO yep. and I haven't even talked to them yet. Yep. So <laughs> yeah. And, 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 and my job throughout everything you just said, my job is 100% secure and I'm going to be, secure. Yes. I'm going to be, I'm going to be the number one guy when I get back, like after gone after i'm gone for 250 of the 365 days of the year yes you don't y'all don't know what i'm doing there's no nope. email contact the, the the entire company hates me i don't <laughs> give a fuck the websites are saying this i should be fired as well but when i the day i come back that that monday morning when i come back <laughs> nine o'clock a.m and we're, and we're we're working i am the number one guy and i come back like nothing happened exactly and where else can check. you where else can you do that but sports? <laughs> yeah, and I'm and out of all this, out of all this, I'm still I'm getting st paid. I'm still getting paid everything, and you suckers <laughs> don't have nothing else to do about it. No. <laughs> Yo, Brit Brittany over in finance, Gary over in HR can't say shit about it. Nope, exactly. Uh -huh. There's no traded, board of trustees, they're getting fired, 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 bro. Everybody else's performance is it being impacted by me and yep. they're getting fired or they're getting <laughs> traded or they're getting laid off <laughs> but i'm good bro i am good yo i want that dude. i want that i want that that's unbelievable you are so um, good point man good point yeah, you so, are so right about that yeah and you still get talked about more than the other person yeah, that they yo, <laughs> you got bro zion's talked about more than ja is sometimes yes Exactly. Just because he's fucking hurt. Yes. That is unbelievable. So, that is such a good point. That's a great way to put it, too. The other big story I wanted to talk about was Jawan Howard. For everyone that didn't see uh, Jawan Howard basically mushed, for lack of a better word, the other coach. Because it looked like if you saw the ending, you would think he punched. They're trying to claim he punched. He didn't punch. My man looked like he almost clawed the other person. Yeah. And then... Uh, you had a bunch of like players in the middle. It wasn't a fight. It was more so one of those skirmishes they would call like everyone got together. You had scuffle. one of the dudes on Michigan. Yes, yeah, scuffle. You had one of the dudes on Michigan. And the worst part about it is, and I'll get Steven's take, when you have your coach in the middle of it, what the hell do you do? Like, what does the team do? Because mm -hmm. the coach is supposed to be the one that keeps everyone back. When you have the coach in it, and these are young men growing up, you see some of the Michigan players are hyping shit like that. And I'm like, you're not making any of this better. So before Steven says his point, they suspended him for five games, a.k.a. they call it the rest of the season. It's five games. What mm -hmm. is your thoughts? If you're going to suspend him, I think you you either got to, like, you either got to, I think there's only one way, like, you got to go big. Like, yeah. rest of the season type of shit. You're not going to fire him. Like, come on. Like, I've, Real rest of the season. I, I've seen, I've seen, a, a, I've seen a fucking, uh, Sean Payton was suspended for the rest of the season for having for Bounty Gate. If you're not yeah. getting like completely fired for that, like you know, then you're not getting fired for anything. So, exactly. um, again, <laughs> where else can you go? Where else you can you punch. work? <laughs> you punch a basically a coworker. Yeah, <laughs> like you you open hand punched a co open hand slapped a coworker. <laughs> Because like because he messed up on the TPS you. reports because he messed up on the TPS reports and hit reply all to an email that shouldn't have been reply all <laughs> and you open hand punch him in the in the in the in the kitchen during during your during your thirty minute lunch break 
Yes. And you get suspended for five days. Exactly. If that, if that happened in my office, I, I, I'm gone on the spot and I'm not getting, I'm probably not getting another job anytime soon. No, they're going to tell the other jobs wherever you try to end up applying and yeah. you're not getting paid no. as well. No. So no. <laughs> no. that was the big thing with that one. Other news that came out as we've been on here. So Troy Aikman is supposed to be leaving Fox Sports and he's going to be going to ESPN Monday Night Football. Shut up. That's the big thing that has been talked about. Is that real? Online. Yeah, that's what I've been hearing. Uh, Bleach Report did- and other places legit were just saying it on there. Um, if I can oh, yeah? find it. Yeah, so this is what, what is saying is potentially going to happen. Uh, yeah, so let's see if I can show this to you guys really quickly. How, 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 how do I not know uh, about this? Yeah, it's right here. This is what everyone's saying right now. And you know how legit the athletic can be. So what the athletic is saying this too. Oh, they're all there's there's seven different publications right there that are, that are saying it. Credible sources too. And of course, this is a huge blow for Fox because it was wow, Joe Buck and Trey Aikman for years. Bro, together. he's gonna get paid. Oh, yeah, dumb money. Paid. So you're telling me you're gonna have Trey Aikman and whoever he put with Troy, because he's not gonna be the main one. Troy's gonna be the commentator so, for things. And then wait, Eli so, and Payton on ESPN two. Wait a minute. So our um our um the guys that are doing ESPN uh, Monday night Monday night right now. Are they not coming back. I'm guessing <laughs> they just kick them out every single year. Ever since John Gruden yeah. was gone and Mike Tirico. Uh, well, shout out to the homie um uh, Lewis Riddick for getting an interview for the Steelers GM job. Or that was good. potentially. Yeah. I hope he does. Um, yeah, no, that's crazy news. Um, Pittsburgh about to be the blackest organization in the league. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the way they go. Yo, shout out to the Rooney family. Um, um, uh, um, I, I do think, though, that uh, Brian Flores, if you look at the Steelers coaching, coaching roster right now, there's not many head coaches on that list. Um, yeah. But I, I do think, I mean, he's coaching, I think he's like a defensive analyst and linebackers coach or something like that. Yeah. Okay. Um, they just need to give him a job. He's, yeah. I think, I think, I personally think, and I've seen this from a lot of Pittsburgh people that I, that I know, um, that he'll talk, take over for Tomlin whenever he's done. Uh-huh. Um, so they can keep it in the, keep it in the family. And if you will. Yep. Yeah, and they're gonna be like, y'all ain't never saying shit to us. No, <laughs> never saying shit, bro. You guys everywhere else, bro. You guys got shit going on with the yes, organization. We ain't got shit here. We you had that, men and we made that shit slide. We got black coaches, we good. You got that you got the blackest white owner and or owners in the league. Yes. And shout out to the Rooney family, bro, holding it down. So other thing I wanted to bring up because trade me was a big one. And then also before we got on here tonight, they're gonna start allowing certain fans to be at the combine. So that's enough. <laughs> what do you mean by that? So like fans? That was some, like fans. So if I can end up bringing this up, because I get different emails, like the Ravens and stuff will send it to me. But they said, uh, come be a part of the excitement of the NFL Combine at Lucas Oil Stadium in March uh, in Indianapolis, March 3rd to 6th. Register up to five free tickets. So you'll be able to get tickets uh, for the first time ever. Fans can sit up close to watch future NFL playmakers as they participate in on-field drills and listen in as NFL stars and legends break down the game and exclusive chalk talk. Plus you'll be able to take a photo. So sign me up for that, bro. 
I fucking love the combine. People yeah, hate it. Be, I fucking love the combine. I have mixed reviews on it. One, I think it's a cool idea. It also generates a lot of revenue for the area doing something like that. The only mm-hmm. thing is they always try to force fans right into where the players are so that they can get in-game stuff. You ain't going to get shit. As soon as they see fans there, they are not talking the same way. I love Fred Taylor to death, but the way Fred Taylor talks when they make him talk professional compared to when he gets to just ramble with the boys, totally different. Fred Taylor is not slow. So that's something people need to understand. But when you got to get these people like talking and like, oh, Mm -hmm. because Draymond, so this was something, and then we'll close up. I was listening to TBS and Draymond went to go sit next to Allen Iverson. And so the first thing Draymond did, because you can't say, Ayo, Steven, I'm on, I'm mic'd up. Like, don't say anything. This man, Draymond said. Yeah. And yeah. it was one of those <laughs> things of like, you know, you about to say shit. Yeah. So don't yeah. even think about it. So it's one of those things they're going to tell the players, like, we got fans in the stands. Like, don't say shit that you would normally say if you got yeah. fans. So those were the big things that happened there. Um, what you got for the people? Uh, I want to give a shout out to Penn State real quick. Um, Penn State's dance marathon. Um, it's called Thon. And um, for those of you who don't know, it's a forty. Know. It's a forty-six hour dance marathon that has been going on since uh, nineteen seventy-three. Um, the first one that they did. Um, the first one they did raised uh, to. The, it's for um, pediatric cancer uh, research mm-hmm. and everything. And it's been going on every year since then. Um, it's not like a, we do it every five years or so. It's every year. Um, it was this past weekend. Um, and they do it. It's, it's like Thursday or Friday night or something like that till Saturday or Sunday afternoon, uh, 46 hours. So you stand the whole time. And it's just like they just it's just like there's different organizations, frats, sororities, clubs, everything is involved. And it's they used to have these weekends called canning weekends. It's literally like they went around different parts of Pennsylvania, like the Northeast, whatever, with cans, like Uh tin cans standing outside of like, you know, Walmart or grocery stores or whatever the case may be, or standing on the street. It was like thawing um, pictures on it and like people donate money to it. Like you raise money. And, you know, some of these these organizations like. Um, frats or clubs whatever they'll raise like tens of thousands of dollars but um this year they set they set a record for what they um uh, for what they did and they raised um 13.75 million dollars it was 13,756,374 dollars and 50 cents um which yeah. is the which was that 50 cents is important huge which is a a record um for the all the years they've been doing this so you gotta think like 1973, 78 dancers did it for 30 hours. Now it's like the entire um, Bryce Jordan Center, which is where Penn State basketball plays. It's the entire Bryce Jordan Center, which is a 15, almost 16,000 seat arena. So like you have the entire arena is filled and the entire floor is like, the, you know, they move up, move the basketball court out of there. And it's like, it's, you know, it's, it's a crazy, crazy thing, um, which, you know, it's not football related. It's not basketball related it's not sports related so like you know certain people know about it Penn State people obviously it's one of the coolest things that Penn State does throughout the year um if you know if not ever um so it's a huge deal um and they've raised over 200 million dollars since they started doing it for um pediatric cancer research and everything so um just want to give a shout out to Penn State and I know Penn State gets a bad rep for certain things that happened in the past but um yeah you know, this doesn't make up for the black eye that 
a certain person gave us, but um, this is something that they've been doing for, you know, longer than you and I have been alive combined. So, um, yeah. you know, just want to give a big shout out to Penn State. Well, that is my school if that, that is done in my hometown. So um, big shout out to them. So the little brother at Penn State, ODU, we did try and do that. It didn't last. As yeah. Long as well, a lot, a lot of a lot of schools, a lot of schools do it. Um, they'll do something similar, but they'll do it for like 24 hours or yes, whatever. And they'll raise like, you know, a couple of grand here and there. But um, yeah, this is something that Penn State students take. Super, we didn't do it in our arena. We did yeah. it in the gym. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a it's a big deal, and people get super involved with it. And like you know, people put on their resumes, and you know, it's a the football team. Like all, I think all the uh, all the athletic teams come out. And they do like a, a dance, and like they do like a competition for it. Like all like the freshmen for whatever sport. Um, so yeah, it's a it's it's a huge deal. Um, like I said, super pumped that it's my school, my. Yeah my hometown it's done there and it's a big deal and it's for awesome um awesome cause and hopefully one day we can you know the the whole thing is to find a cure for it so hopefully this can just keep keep adding to that and keep you know funneling that that cure into into something so um yeah good big shout out to Penn State so mine is well it's two different ones uh the first one is this is probably the last chill weekend I'll have so after the weekend coming up, I'll start to probably have stories between like one of my good friends' bachelor parties coming up. And then Steven and I are going to be going with some friends to the Lakers game, then have the wedding that's coming up. Then after that, I'm supposed to go on a trip. Then also I have this credit from American Airlines. Uh, not going to say my true thoughts on American Airlines, but <laughs> because two years ago, I was supposed to go to Mexico and they gave us the credit. So I have a credit. So I might go out to Memphis end up seeing the boys play one time because i got to use by march 31st and they play some good teams between now and then so i might end up doing something like that and then i'll try if i can if i go by myself i'll probably record or do like something from the arena or something like that but that's the first thing the other thing is and i heard this today um it was a quote by john f kennedy so i thought i'd end it with this and you guys can take it how you want but jfk said back in the day the time to repair a leaky roof is when the sun is out and a lot of times people end up trying to end up doing things when the sky is falling, but why are you going to do it then? So take it as you may. Um, that's it for Steve. us this weekend. Steve. Yeah, 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 no. About that. So about that. <laughs> Steve and I are out. We'll catch you all next week. Peace.